0: Welcome to the Diary of a Sales Expert podcast. My name's James White, and I'm on a mission to help business owners and sales professionals all over the world get incredible sales results. So thanks for listening, and let's get started. So in this week's episode, I'm really excited to talk about one of the key questions that I get asked on a regular basis when it comes to being successful in sales. And that's, what are the key traits and things that the really most successful salespeople do on a daily basis. So what are the things that those that absolutely knock it out of the park when it comes to sales and selling consistently do day in, day out? And I've outlined 10 key things that I think they do that if you can put in place in your work and your activity, then you're going to increase your chances of sales and business success and it's going to help you drive what you want to achieve because, as we all know, if we get our sales process moving, if we get the tills ringing, there's a client I talk to about a lot at the moment, I talk about if we get the tills ringing, we can cope with anything else in business. So what are the 10 things that I think that the most successful salespeople do? So point number one is this. They focus on the most important tasks needed to be done in the day. And they don't just focus on the tasks that are on their to-do list or the focus on the tasks that are the, the, the things that are just popped into their email in their inbox or, you know, going to go and see someone or whatever. They focus on what they know they have to do that are the most important tasks to get their job done. And ultimately in sales in and being successful in business, it's about bringing business in. So the first thing these people will do is know what it is that they've got to do to make something happen in that week or in that month, and they focus on getting those tasks done. Brian Tracy, who is a fantastic sales guru and leader, talks a lot about eating your frog and eating frogs. What he means is get the tough stuff done first, and great salespeople focus on the tasks that they know that have to be done that are really important in that day, and they get them done. They don't move on from them. They don't leave it to someone else. They don't, you know procrastinate and abdicate responsibility they get those tasks done. So, that's the first point. But leading on to it, the second point is this. What those salespeople also do is they also focus on the important but not urgent things. So, what do I mean by that? Important but not urgent is a. There's a brilliant graph that we'll try and um, and show on 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 the the podcast notes by a guy called Stephen Covey who is a brilliant business guru, and he talks about people. What of the time? A lot of the time, people focus on things that are seemingly urgent, i like emails coming in or someone ringing them and having to make a conversation there and then. But yet, they're absolutely not the really important things that have to be done, such as creating resources, creating documents, creating proposals, creating things that take time that don't necessarily have to be done straight away, but are important to the development and to the future planning of the business or, or, or everything else. And, and what he talks about is, is having a focus on the important but not urgent tasks. And unfortunately, all of us get caught up in the notifications the emails come in we we get bothered around slack messages or you know teams messages or whatever else and 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 the, and the reality is are those the really most important things that you can focus on the honest answer is often no they're not and yet we do spend time engaging and focusing on them because We're natural human beings and we get distracted. But what very good salespeople do is they're able to remove those distractions. They're able to put those notifications and things away and say, for the next 60 minutes or for the next 90 minutes, I'm going to do this activity, which I know is really important. It's not urgent, but I know if I get it done, it's going to help me achieve the success and the numbers and plans that I've got. So that's the second point. Point number three about what successful salespeople do on a daily basis is they prospect. Every um salesperson knows that if you do not add new potential clients and into your into your funnel or potential deals into your funnel then your funnel will run dry and when it comes to achieving numbers at the end of each month or the end of each quarter if you don't have enough numbers in your funnel you will not achieve the success that you want and the targets that you planned. And the reality is if you don't achieve targets for a long period of time, you either as a business owner go bust or as a salesperson, you lose your job. So the key, I, there's a phrase I use a lot called fat funnels. How do you make sure that your funnel, your top of funnel and your funnel of pipeline opportunities is fat? And I here's a little tip for you. You're, if you've got a target, let's say, of 20,000 pounds that you want to bring in in business, your pipeline should be a minimum of three times that figure. So your, if your target is 20,000, your pipeline should be 60 to 70,000 pounds of deals and opportunities in the pipeline in order to be able to hit that 20,000 pound target. And. That comes from prospecting and always being in a position to see and have conversations with leads and potential clients at the top of the funnel. Now, people say to me, well, what happens if all of those come in at once? Well, you've got a really great problem to have then, and it might mean you can raise your prices or choose who you want to work with or pre-book people in for the future, but you are better to have more than you need at the top of the funnel than less than you need. So great salespeople know that in order to make sure that they hit those numbers and build fat funnels, fat funnels look... It's a term I love, it's a fantastic phrase, but in order to hit the the numbers they want, they've got to create fat funnels, they've got to create pipelines of opportunities. And when we're in business-to-business selling and, and, and selling in general, there is a sales time period from when we first meet someone to when we do business with them. And so many people underestimate how long that takes. Invariably, it can take... In my business, it can take three to six months. So in other words, from the moment I start making a contact with someone to doing business with them can take six months. So great salespeople know that by prospecting every day and by raking regular interactions with different people at different times in different ways, what they're doing is they're building their pipeline over a period of time so that when opportunities do start to fall into place, they then, you know, for for the targets they want to hit, they've got plenty of people there and plenty of opportunities there. And if you don't prospect on a regular basis, if you leave prospecting to being something you do once a week or once every few weeks, you're going to potentially run into problems. Business doesn't always just come through to you. So that's number three. So you've got to keep pros- what they do is they prospect every day. Um, number four is this. Uh, they will build belief in themselves. So what do I mean by building belief in themselves? Great salespeople will have affirmations. They will do some simple things to continue to reinforce themselves that they're good at what they do and that they are Able to make the impact that they want on the world and they are believing in themselves. Sales is all about inner belief. And if you don't believe in yourself, then why should you expect anyone to believe in you to solve a problem or to help them achieve something? So what great salespeople will do is have some simple mantras, some simple things they'll do. Maybe it's getting in the mirror every morning and telling themselves they can achieve things. Maybe it's not negotiating with themselves. They, they, they ask, they tell themselves they're going to do something and share it with other people and then commit to doing it. But what they do is they build belief in themselves so that they feel at the top of their game they 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 feel good about how they 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 are and if you feel good about how you are it's not a guarantee of success and, and you have to be careful that doesn't become an arrogance some salespeople are arrogant and arrogance is not a trait that people love to see but if you can build that belief in yourselves that you have the what it takes and keep repeating it and keep visualizing what it is that you want to achieve and what impact you want to make and keep telling and reinforcing to yourself that you've Good at what you do and you're prepared to learn and keep building and driving and going forward, then it puts you in a great position to then move forward and 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 show that you can show prospects and people you work with that you're the right person for them. But great salespeople will build that in a belief. And even if sometimes they don't feel it, they still try and show it. They still try and build and them back themselves. I every day will back myself to be the best I can be and to do what I can and to and I know I'm good enough to do something. And even though it takes time, and even though we have our ups and down days, most good salespeople will back themselves to do that every day. So that's point number four, but point number five which links into this, as well as backing themselves, great salespeople will always also look after themselves. Now, you might say that's a bit of a funny thing to say, and there might be someone listening to this podcast, and I know plenty of them. I was one of these people, sitting in the car, eating a, a bag of crisps and a chocolate bar, maybe even smoking a fag out the window on the way to a sales journey. That's the old traditional salesperson um, r- mentality. And look, I'll be honest with you, um, that's what sales was for a long period of time. And it, a lot of people still do that now. But here's the thing, right? If you look after yourself and you look after your body and you try and make sure that you are, you know, doing the right things in the week, that's not, I'm not saying don't enjoy yourself. I'm not saying don't have fun. What I'm saying is if you've got, you know, important meetings to do and conversations to have, then turning up because you've only had sleep for three hours because you've had a few drinks the night before is not a good way to build that engagement. So what great salespeople will do is they'll look after themselves or they'll look after themselves when it comes to you know the core elements of their week and their time because they know in order to perform at their best, they've got to have slept well. They've got to make sure they've eaten the right things that gives them the right type of energy. They've got to make sure that they're feeling good about how they are and how they're operating. Maybe they've been to the gym. Maybe they've exercised so they feel physically strong. Um, the key thing is we've got to try and feel good about ourselves, and that means we have to look after ourselves. And if you're listening to this as a salesperson, eating a chocolate bar, you've just finished a McDonald's, and you're you know, drinking cans of Coke, and you're in a position where you're you know, you're know going to, to McDonald's um, and, and smoking a fag, then don't go wrong. You may still be the best salesperson in your industry, but the reality is, um, are you the really best as you could be, is my question to you. And if you look at the very best what they do, they'll generally look after themselves. So, um, point number, that's point number five. So, point number six is, um, is this. Uh, we talked about making good use of time, but great salespeople will, will plan their time accordingly. They'll plan their diary time accordingly. So, what do I mean by that? They'll be in a position to, to look at, um, if they're going to see a client. Uh, can they plan their time so they can go and see another prospect in that area? Or if they're going to um, go to a, to, a, to a conference, can they combine that with meeting two or three other people, for example? So what, what they do is they're able to plan the use of their time effectively. The one thing every person in the world has, is the same as everyone else, is time. And great salespeople know that their time is important and they plan it effectively. So what they'll do is they'll, they won't just do one meeting a day and come back and think, oh, that's okay, I'm done. They'll try and get three or four meetings in or they'll, try and see a prospect in that space or what they'll try and do is link it into something else so that they maximize time rather than wasting time sitting in the car for four hours onto a meeting that then has to come back to another meeting that's just a waste of time isn't going to help you um, they'll try and maximize that time it doesn't always work out of course there are times when you can't coordinate meetings but they'll make good use of time itself so that's point number point number six point number seven is um or point number six i should say is 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 Learning to say no. So great salespeople and those that are successful in business will learn to say no. And they'll learn to say no to things that can distract them. They'll learn to say no to... Uh, potential opportunities that they don't think are a good fit for them. They'll learn to say no. They've built the skill of being able to say no to to a potential uh, client that they're working with who may want to knock down the price, or they may want to ask them to jump through other hoops before they they they, they get to see an opportunity. And, and and unfortunately, potential clients, prospects, and clients will do this. They will push salespeople down different paths. They'll get you to do certain things. They'll take your time away from you, and. Great salespeople have learned the art of saying, Hey, I'm not able to do that at the moment. I understand I want to work with you. We want to work together, but I need to see something else from you before I can do that. Or that's something we're not able to do until this. They, they're not, they're not desperate. They're able to kick back a little bit and to, and to re- um, react and respond when queries and questions come in. And, of course, they do it in a nice way. They're able to say, they're not saying that they go abruptly, no, nope, not doing it. They're able to say, I'm unable to do that at the moment. I can't do that at the moment right now. Or we've, got, we've got a problem with that. We can't do this without you doing this or helping us do this. And they're able to open up those conversations and use their emotional intelligence to be able to understand and watch the reaction that they gain back from the no and how that affects things. And sometimes we get a no and, and we might then get an instant reaction from a, a prospect that is, right, I'm not going to do something. And then the instant temptation is to go back against your word and to say, okay, it's okay, I will sort it. Whereas again, those great salespeople will say, "Okay, really appreciate you you know your choice of what you want to do here. I'm here to support you. I'm here to help you, but we need to do this, this, and this as well." So what they're able to do is maintain their own self-control and self-awareness. Then invariably, a lot of organisations will try something. I know I do. I try and get a deal, or try and push something, or drive something that I want to. But if I've if I've understood the buying signals and and the salesperson's understood the buying signals from me, they'll know that actually I'm just trying for that. The chance are I'm going to come back and still look at those options. And of course, you know, people being able to say no means that you've got to have enough in your pipeline. Going back to my point around fat funnels, and you've got to be in a position where you know what you're focused on and what your values are and what you're really trying to achieve and you're, what you can achieve for someone. And those are different things which we'll maybe cover off in a different episode. But those are critical factors to be able to learn to, to be able to say no. And if you can learn that skill and get comfortable and repeat it, um, th- then it's going to help you in many situations. But again, done it at the right time. So that's number seven. Um, number six, I should say. So, uh, number seven, or sorry, number seven is the, the, the key thing that we, we do that salespeople, you know, do on a regular basis, which is important for them is they keep learning. So, um, what do I mean by keep learning? Um, podcasts, books. Uh, new courses that they attend. When someone brings in maybe a a, a a trainer, they don't go in and think, "Oh, I know it all. I don't need to listen to this." They're open to think. Actually, can I gain one nugget or one idea from this that can help me? So, to great salespeople, absolutely love to learn. They understand that sales isn't a, it isn't one of those jobs that's can always done. You know, the world is changing so fast. AI. As we record, this podcast is one of the most topical things. So as great salespeople know they've got to keep learning and stay ahead of their craft. They always are sharpening the saw to learn of a technique or a new way in which to do something. And they're open to suggestions and ideas on how to make that happen. So, so so really, really, you know, great salespeople on a day-to-day basis will keep learning. Again, if you're spending time in the car or on the way to meetings, you have a choice. You can listen to the music and that's one thing. You can listen to a talk show or you can listen to a podcast or listen to a book. Great salespeople will look, listen to those type of tools. Maybe you're one of these people that's listening to my podcast and getting some ideas from it. That's what great salespeople will do on a regular basis. So point number nine. Um, and this is a, a, a key thing that's, um, it, it happens as you get maybe a bit more experience in the sales perspective, but is they learn to master the art of delegation. So what I mean by learning the master the art of delegation, they're able to say to people that actually um, there are tasks or things that they know that their time is valuable, but they can master the art of allowing someone else to do that task. So um, I know in my own case, for example, I have a fantastic team that work with me and I'm able to allow them, based upon the objectives that we set, to go and do certain tasks and, 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 uh, and I can delegate that work to them because it's in their role to do that, rather than me having to do everything, which means then I can't do some of the more important things. So great salespeople will learn to master the art of delegation. A simple tip for you is this, that I was told once, is if you can see something three times... If you can see something three times or you can do something three times, then you should be in a position to try and automate it. So if you can see, if you're doing something three times, maybe it's expenses that you're doing or meeting scheduling or whatever, three times, then you should look to be able to automate it or delegate it. So maybe have a little write through in your diary. What are the things that you're doing three or four times that if you created a simple loom video for or created a simple process outline that someone else could do that for you? So they learn to delegate and master the art of delegation, and that's point number nine. And if you really want to become incredibly successful in sales and business, definitely grab that and make sure you've got that and know how to do that. And use that three, three rule as a starting point for that. And then the final point, number 10, and I think this is what really distinguishes the great from the good, is they take action. They take action. They don't um sit there and wonder. They don't think, oh, will it be okay? Should I call that person? Oh, will I get that done? Am I better off to go to that event? They take action, they do things, they make things happen. They are they are focused on doing activity and taking action and knowing that action generally trumps everything. Um if you if you take action, you may not always get it right, but if you take enough of the action over enough period of time, then the reality is you're going to get the right results. And um you know, you never achieved, you know, you never achieve success in any walk of life, in anything without just sitting on the sofa and doing nothing. You have to take action. You have to commit. You have to do something. And the very best salespeople will take action to make sure that they are doing the right thing at the right time and making sure that their, their, their work ethic is committed to, to doing things. And to, you know, they know that they can't win the raffle if they don't have a ticket in the raffle. So they take action to buy a ticket. So, there are my 10 things that the very successful salespeople do, and I think that these are the things that are really, really critical from a sales perspective. I know these are things that really work really well, and um, I just encourage you to focus on these 10 areas and 10 things you can do to, to drive um, sales success in your world and your business so I uh, hope that's been helpful and give me some insights into to what you can do by the way I'd love to know in the comment section below tell me what are those 10 that you're doing and you're not doing which ones do you struggle with let me know if there's some videos and materials that I can produce that can help you handle and work through some of these uh individual areas but as you always know I finished the podcast off with an inspirational story and I wanted just to use um uh, as you may have seen in last week's podcast I actually interviewed one of the people that was the inspirational story in Gary McKee which was fantastic and I hope you enjoyed the interview Gary but in this uh story, I want to talk a little bit about a guy called Alex Anderson. So Alex Anderson um, was one of the first people with Asperger's Syndrome, which is a a condition now that a number of people have got, who um, joined the Royal Air Force. And, uh, he was labeled a naughty child, had a diagnosis at nine, which many people said, you know, was the, you know, the starting point and you know, he wouldn't have achieved things that he wanted to, but he dreamt of joining the RAF and he didn't think it was possible until after he was rejected. And he applied again, uh, having the entry rules from changed and he got some help from the Prince's Trust and, uh, they gave him some other skills. And he then became successful and joined the Royal Air Force. And he wanted people to benefit from the help he had and and, and has spent thousands of hours volunteering, helping people that have got other conditions from uh, achieving the potential and the goals that they have. So have a look for Alex Anderson. He's a person that's um, had Asperger's that joined the RAF. Um, and he's an inspirational story that, you know, whatever your condition, whatever your situation, if you believe and want something um, big and you know, hard enough, then you, you can make it happen. So that's it from uh, this week's episode. I hope you've enjoyed the 10 traits that make up the really successful salespeople and the story from Alex as as an inspirational story. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, If you have, please let us know in the comments section. Please like, share it with other people that you're you're engaging with so we can get more people getting the success that they want. But um, I I hope that you can put these 10 elements in place, even if you can put two or three of them in place to impact in your day-to-day work, then it's going to have an impact for you over time and give you the success that you want, which is what I do these podcasts and act it, and all my content for i want to see you successful i want to see you achieving and, and and achieving everything you want to achieve your dreams and goals so that's it for me this week thanks for listening and speak to you next week so thank you so much for listening to this episode i hope you've enjoyed if you have please subscribe to the podcast it helps us ensure more people can get the insights and ideas they need to get incredible sales results look forward to seeing you on the next episode